what's up everyone? So we're going to talk about one of the craziest trade deals almost happened last night in the NBA. It has to be really crazy. I don't know. So <clears throat> we're going to talk a little NFL too. Um, what's going to happen tomorrow? Tomorrow is a huge day for the Ravens. The huge day for the Ravens and Steelers really. Because if the Steelers lose and the Ravens win, the Ravens take lead of the division. That's going to be huge for Baltimore. I think um, it's going to be a really entertaining game to watch through Pittsburgh, New England. I mean, I do expect Baltimore to beat Tampa Bay, though. Let's get right into it. So, what happened last night in the trade deal was... Here, let me pull up what we just paid, or page here. So, the trade deal was insane. It was, like, honestly, one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Trevor Ariza is being traded from... So, now, today is an official deal. I finally got one done. So, let me explain what happened last night. So, the Memphis Grizzlies... The Washington Wizards and the uh, who was it? The Phoenix Suns all had a trade deal in, right? And it was crazy. Like, and the, here's the thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. So let me get it up. So the Memphis Grizzlies um, were trading someone, and his last name was Brooks. And they have two players on the team named have the last name Brooks. Dylan Brooks is the player who the Wizards. I mean, who the Phoenix Suns thought they were getting, but they weren't, and they were getting some other guy who was like more of a veteran presence guy. So it's honestly insane that what happened last night, and it's really crazy because Washington, Phoenix, and Memphis have agreed in a principle on the deal that will also include Wayne Selden and Dylan Brooks headed to the Suns in the 2020 Grizzlies second round picked in a conditional 2019 second round into the league. Sources tell ESPN. So it was, that was like a done deal on point, but then eventually, deals suddenly imperiled when Memphis and Phoenix didn't communicate directly on trade using Washington as a contact and according to the three-team deal. So just tell Zach Lowe of NBA and me, and talk, this is Woj's tweet, the Grizzlies believe they were trading Marshawn Dillons, but and somehow Suns believed it was Dillons. The so, Phoenix Suns thought they were getting Marsh for getting Dylan Brooks. Right? But instead they were getting Marshawn. Or I forget his last name. I keep getting their last names mixed up. I don't know why. It's like insane how that went down last night. That was like, it is absolutely mind-boggling how the Phoenix Suns may be one of the super organizations the NBA I've seen this like ever right now. The way they are handling things. I mean, the Suns and they're threatening to move the team to Seattle and Las Vegas, which I would love to see. Just get that team out of Phoenix at this point. You know, this, I'm going to play the audio here. I'm trying to get it soon. Of this woman at a city council meeting roasting the Suns owner. How, the way he walks and everything. So let me get it up here for you. Here we go. Arbor has done nothing to improve this team in the 14 years he's owned it. He's never funded or bought, paid for two or three key players, which make any sports team professional sports team successful or on the road to success he's so tight he squeaks when he walks and you have been negotiating with this kind of person shame on each and all of you that is insane I swear to god that's that's one of the longest roasts um, I've seen so I think, you know, it's just crazy. The Washington Wizards, I don't expect to make the playoffs. Phoenix Suns, obviously, do not. Let me get the standings up here on this NBA standings. Um, so we got here the, the Raptors, 
are number one in the East, obviously, but we're talking about the. So let me count them here: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So currently, as it as it is right now in the Eastern Conference, Raptors number one, Bucks two, Pacers three, Celtics four, Sixers five, Hornets seven, and Magic eight. I believe one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh no, Magic are eight, and Pacers are seven. Sorry, I did that bad. So I think a team I expect to also break out in the season make the playoffs is definitely the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, I would have to think so, but honestly, I want to see, the team I want to see break out, though, is the Knicks, you know, with KP coming back hopefully soon. Um, I'm thinking, though, the Wizards are 11-18. and 18. I highly doubt this will go on for much longer, that they will uh, continue to... I mean, I'm no, I'm sorry, I just said that completely wrong. I highly doubt they will make the playoffs. They're not going to make the playoffs. I mean, I want to see a trade with Bradley Beal go to a different team. A team I would like to see him go to, personally, OKC, but I don't know how that would work out, you know. I don't know who OKC could trade for, you know, like, who they give up. I highly doubt they can give anyone up real good right now. I mean, their shooting guard right now, I forget who it was. I think Jeremy Graham might be playing the shooting guard position. Andre Robertson, I know, is currently going to be injured, probably at least for the next couple months. So let me check the NBA standings in the, um, the West, which is very, very entertaining, way more than the East. Um, because the West, there's so many tiebreakers almost. So number one in the West right now is in, <coughs> excuse me, the Denver Nuggets, and they're 19 and nine, and the Golden State Warriors are 20 and 10. Like who would have thought the Warriors already lost 10 games? This shows how competitive the West is this year, though. For real, I mean, the Lakers though are tied with the Clippers for the fourth seed at 17 and 11. The Grizzlies hold the sixth seed, or probably the five seed, because it's tiebreakers. So many tiebreakers, kind of. Um, let's see. I mean, the Mavericks. I do definitely expect them to make the playoffs. So I think the Utah Jazz. I don't understand why they're struggling right now. It's just they're 14 to 15. After being the, the Oklahoma City Thunder in the first round, right now, if they were to face him in the first round, Utah Jazz, definitely the Thunder win. I think losing Melo really helped them a lot, though, if I'm be honest. I think Melo was a huge impact why they like were struggling last year. The Melo effect is real. There is no doubt the Melo effect is real. I mean, I think the worst record in the NBA is the Phoenix Suns, for sure. It's 5-24. and 24. I'm going to double-check them in the Eastern Conference. Uh, yeah, they are worst record in the entire NBA. Pelicans, Julius Randle is balling out though right now. AD's balling out. Like, why isn't that team to me? I'm wondering, you know, I'm not paying attention to them, of course, you know, I'm not really paying attention to New Orleans, but I'm thinking, why are they not going off? Right? They're 15 and 15. I would, I mean, I would definitely want to see this team make the playoffs. I mean, the Kings are 15 and 13. People probably were a little bit shocked by that. I mean, how the Kings are playing. I mean, the Memphis Grizzlies, they're balling out, especially uh, Mike Conley. He's such a huge impact, though. It shows it, though, because last year he didn't play at all, really, right? I can't remember the beginning of the season, though, uh, that season. But I think, you know, they were extremely bad. They, I think they won 23 games it was, and right now they're definitely going to pass that. Um, they are doing such an incredible job now, especially with Jaron Jackson, who is such an underrated rookie, too. And Oklahoma City Thunder, 17-10. Paul George is balling out. This is one of his best seasons so far of his career. I mean, L.A., they currently do have Brandon Ingram and Roger Rondo. Brandon Ingram's probably going to come back sometime next week. I would assume probably by, I want to say Wednesday, honestly, at this point. I, I mean, LaMarcus Aldridge had a dirty play on him, too. It was crazy. I mean, Timberwolves, if they don't make the playoffs, that's just kind of embarrassing at this point, you know, to me. 
With Carl Anthony Towns, I mean, we're hyping this guy up too much. I feel like maybe Los Angeles Clippers probably the biggest surprise of the Western Conference, 17 and 11. After almost thinking they were going in a rebuild mode, they're 17 and 11 with Tobias Harris bowling out, Montrez Harris, or Harrell, that's his name. Uh, he did, I think he's a backup center, but he's playing really more at the starting center. I don't know why they're not starting him. Um, Patrick Beverly, I really am not a fan of that guy at all. He's such a terrible personality. He just has the worst ego. And he, I mean, yes, he's a great defender, but I, I don't know. It's just I'm not a fan of his game at all. And the Denver Nuggets, I mean, the, I don't know. They're doing great, right? But they're losing Paul Millsap for the next four to six weeks. Will Barton for the next three to five weeks. Like, that's going to really kind of hurt them, though, I feel like. I mean, I get Nikola Jokic. He's really balling out. He's, I mean, he's, I wouldn't say MVP-worthy, of course. I can't say that yet for him. I mean, MVP right now in this season, I honestly don't know who it is. There's so many players balling. I really can't figure out who the MVP is. It might be LeBron. I would love to see him get a fifth MVP. Trailblazers on the hand, I, I mean, that's a team no one's really talking about. They're 16 and 13. I mean, they're kind of the Raptors of last year, how the Raptors were a couple of years, you know, when DeRozan was on. They always were great in the regular season, but always choked in playoffs. That's kind of how the Blazers are. Well, I can't really say that. I, didn't, I don't remember everything, how they were the past couple playoff seasons, or past season playoffs, excuse me, I don't know why I said that, but in the playoffs uh, this year, or last season, I mean, uh, earlier, and what was it? In April, yeah, they got knocked down the first round. They were the three seed, by the way, and the Pelicans, I believe, were the seventh seed. Then, yeah, that would be the seventh seed. It's just like that is insane. How you're the third seed and you get knocked down the first round? Like that does not happen very often, really. Now let's go back to Eastern Conference. The Bucks. I mean, they do a little. They're doing good, but they should be concerned though, because Chris Middleton is not. He's averaging about 12 points in the past seven games, which is not good. I mean, 76ers, no one really is talking about this either. Jimmy, I mean, Gerald Embiid is kind of unhappy where the team is ever since Butler came around, I think. And it's just, I would love, I don't, I, I called it though. When he said, people were saying they were an automatic lock for the finals when they got Butler. Definitely not. They were not an automatic lock for the finals from the moment they got Jimmy Butler. And I think, I don't know, if I were them, I just, uh, they might regret this trade. I really think they might because... It's going to be difficult, if, especially if they have issues, you know, with Joe Embiid, with the team. Like, he said he's not getting enough possessions. I mean, it's just, that's the problem with sometimes having a big three, especially with all those players one of the, our big scores. Like, the thing in Miami, you know, LeBron, D-Wade, and Bosch, Bosch wasn't necessarily a big scorer, or, and Ben Simmons isn't a big scorer either, and D-Wade wasn't a huge scorer. LeBron was a huge scorer. D-Wade, like, LeBron could put up 35, D-Wade will put up, like, around between 20 and 25. That's how it was kind of in my opinion. Bosch put up, you know, whatever, between, like, 14 and 16, maybe a little lower, and just grab more boards. Like, that's what they need. I feel like that's the pro, or that's not what they need. Philadelphia, it's just like, like, Butler's a huge scorer. I mean, Ben Simmons, I want to say he's a huge scorer, but he's like, he kind of put up, sometimes he'll put up, like, 25 points, like, and then, you know, a good amount of assists and rebounds. Boris will put up, like, 11 points, 15 rebounds, or 15 is rebounds, or maybe a lot less rebounds, 10 rebounds and, like, 10 assists, like, that, he'll put up nights like that, it's kind of like, I don't really know how to play, if he's gonna get a triple, double, triple, double, excuse me, type of night, or he's gonna, like, ball out and get, like, 25 to 30 points, and the Celtics are having a lot of struggles, I mean, they are 18 and 10, but still, fourth seed, we expected them to be number one, last year, we gotta remember, when they did lose Gordon Hayward, they lost the first two games of the season, 
went on a 16 game winning streak. Are we going to see a winning streak? I mean, who's the next team that's going to like have a huge winning streak? I mean, the longest winning streak by any team right now in the NBA is the Boston Celtics. Winning eight straight games. So, yeah, I can't tell. I mean, they were, they were what, like 10 and 10 and it's won eight straight games, 18 and 10. And, yeah, the Boston Celtics have the longest winning streak currently around the NBA. The longest losing streak in the NBA right now it belongs to the... Looks like it is... Yeah, the Washington Wizards, they lost four straight games. Just Oh, no, excuse me, the Pistons. They lost six straight. That is not good for the uh, Detroit Pistons. I mean, Blake Griffin was blowing out earlier, earlier on in the season. I mean, I think you gotta, you should be a little concerned here. I mean, Dwayne Casey was doing a great job coaching. I think he's, I mean, he's doing a great job coaching. But I think also the Charlotte Hornets, they're 14 of 14, currently hold the sixth seed. I mean, the, the way it's played now in the, the Eastern Conference, you know, a lot of people have these kind of losing records but still can make the playoffs. I mean, the way it is right now, Raptors, Bucks, Pacers, Celtics, 76ers, Hornets, Pistons, Magic, that's probably not how it's going to go. But what teams definitely will stay is Raptors, Bucks, Pacers, Celtics, 76ers. Those teams are pretty much an automatic lock for the playoffs, right? But but then you got here, um, I think, can the Magic fight a spot in? I mean, can the Pistons stay in? I mean, can they even make it, though? I want to see them make it with Blake Griffin, you know? I just, I don't know. I don't know if John Drummond is really, like, I think, honestly, at the end of the day, Joe Embiid is a better player than Andre Drummond. The reason why he's better, because Andre Drummond, I just, if he could shoot, He'd be this ultimate player, almost like he miss. He'd almost be like exactly like Jerome Beat. You can shoot, you can rebound, do all this. I mean, a team who doesn't have the greatest record right now, who could maybe sneak in, is potentially the Brooklyn Nets. They're currently 12 and 18. Uh, I mean, that's not the best record right now, you know. But but it comes playoff near playoff time. I think they might sneak in the playoffs. To be quite honest with you, I really think, either he might be, I mean, I think they should make the playoffs, I would hope they make the playoffs with Dwayne Wade's last stand, but now let's talk a little NFL, so tomorrow the Ravens play the Buccaneers at home, should be a pretty easy win, I would hope, um, think so, I mean, the Pittsburgh Steelers have played uh, New England at home, though. that's a thing you gotta remember, New England is on the road, I don't know if they're gonna win this game, you know, they just lost to Miami, they didn't play their best, they lost... It was a very close game, and I was expecting them to kind of pull away at one point, and they didn't. But the Pittsburgh Steelers, I mean, if they lose tomorrow and the Ravens win, the Ravens take the lead of the division, which is a huge thing for the Ravens. And the Ravens really, I mean, I don't count them making the playoffs with the Steelers win the division, to be quite honest. They really, I think, are pressured down to win this division. And yes, we face the Chargers um, after this week, and I think that probably is a loss. But here's the thing. We win today, they lose, and they lose again to the Saints, and we lose, I believe we would still have the, the, the division lead, because let's see, so we win today, we are tomorrow, excuse me, um, we will be 8-6, they lose tomorrow, they will be 7-6-1, so we have the division lead. Okay, so next Sunday, we fa- they face the Saints, I believe it's the Saints, I know, I don't think it's the last game of the season, that game, it should be next week. Um, they face the Saints. That should be a pretty much of a loss, I would assume. Um, so they go what seven, seven, and one. We lose to the Chargers, eight, seven, and eight and seven. I was thinking we had a tie or something. So we're eight and seven. We face the Browns last game of the season. We should win that game, I would hope. I know it's gonna be a toughie, but I think we can pull away. We go nine and seven. I don't know who those Steelers faced for the last game of the season. I can check that up right now, but. The Ravens, the way it's playing out, they could win this division. I really hope they do. I mean, 
As a Ravens fan, I really will be disappointed if we don't make the playoffs. It's gonna really, it's just gonna make me mad if we don't make the playoffs. And we should be adding Lamar Jackson, I think he's capable of making the playoffs. So let's get, alright, so that was right. So next week they do face the Saints. The final game of the season, they face the Bengals. So the Ravens schedule and the Steelers schedule, it's just, I mean, the next three games will determine who wins the division. I say the Steelers lose tomorrow. I mean, if they win tomorrow, it's pretty much, to me, the Steelers probably win the division, to be quite honest. I know it's only, I know we still got two more games left, but still, I just don't see it happening then. I mean, if they lose tomorrow, though, and they lose against the Saints, two straight losses. I mean, that'll be a five-game losing streak. I would think they win against the Bengals, though. I think, I mean, the Ravens' schedule is tomorrow they play the Bucks, next week's Chargers and Browns. I think we're, I mean, I don't think, we're definitely not capable of winning against Los Angeles. That is for sure. There's, I think we're getting, not by the side blown yeah, we're going to compete with them like how we get, did against Kansas City, but I think they will eventually uh, pull away and win. Like, I'm going to say the score will probably be like, maybe 42 to 24. I mean, I think Phil Rivers, we can't stop that guy, to be honest with you. I mean, I really think Tom Brady needs to step it up tomorrow. We'll, we're going to see what's going to happen. I think it's going to be a really close game. I'm going to say the Patriots probably win, um, like, in the fourth quarter late with, like, two minutes to go, and they pull a winning drive. I mean, I think it's going to be that type of game. I think for the Patriots. I mean, the Saints, um, they, uh, I think they will should not necessarily easily beat the Steelers, but I think they should pull away one point, like, maybe in the second quarter and win the game later on and just take over the game, I mean. I mean, the Bengals, obviously, 5-8 and aren't making the playoffs, so I think the Steelers should be, get an easy win there, potentially. I forget who they, uh, if they lost to them earlier in the season, but I expect Baltimore to win the division if Pittsburgh loses tomorrow. <clears throat> I mean, it's, the Ravens, they will get a wild card. I mean, right now, they're supposed to face Houston Texans, the wild card. I would expect us, I don't see us winning that game. Deshaun Watson, Demarius Thompson. Thompson, I just said Thompson, uh, De- Demarius Thomas and DeAndre Hopkins are just too unstoppable at this point, like, honestly. I mean, so right now, the Ravens are second place in the division, Steelers are first, um, Browns, they could make the playoffs, I think, if they win, I mean, it's gonna be a miracle, it's just a miracle if they make the playoffs. So, yeah, I mean, it's a miracle if they do. They were so close to winning some games, you know, if they, if they were 7-5, they'd be competing with us for, in the Steelers for the division. And hey, I think next year they make, make the playoffs. But uh, thank you for listening today. And we're going to probably do another podcast tomorrow, I think. Kind of maybe before or after. Probably before and after, maybe. About, you know, the NFL games. Kind of do a little pick and see the results after and talk about. So, all right, I'll see you guys tomorrow and enjoy your day.